Hi everyone, um, I'm Jacob with CGI and uh, today I'm talking to Adam from our Neuroverse. Hi, I'm Adam, uh, yep, uh, part of the, the Neuroverse within CGI. Um, my, my role within CGI is Director Consulting Delivery within our cyber practice within Space Defence and Intelligence based out of the Newcastle office. Fantastic. Uh, can you tell me a bit about yourself, your background, how you ended up working with CGI? Yep, sure. So um, I started with CGI back in uh, back in 2020, uh, where I joined as a, a consultant. Um, thoroughly enjoy the culture within CGI. Thoroughly enjoy the the, the company and, and everything about it. So I decided to set down some roots here. Um, sort of went through promotion a couple of times, picked up lead, and then uh, most recently promoted to director um, back in November of last year, and uh, been a director ever since. Congratulations on your promotion. Um, I completely agree with you that culture of CGI is great. Um, I think our member networks really highlight that. So um, can you just tell everyone what's what is actually meant by the term neurodivergent? Because I feel like it gets thrown around a lot and the, the meaning sometimes isn't that clear. So what is it? What does it mean? First yeah, first? sure. So neurodivergent, um, prim primarily, it's, it's the opposite of neurotypical, which probably doesn't answer the question there. So I'll go into a little bit more detail. Um, if you are neurodivergent, you have a different cognitive process than what is considered to be neurotypical individuals. And it comprises of uh, a number of conditions which were previously thought of as standalone and individual, which are now recognized to be far more linked and interconnected. So yeah, the likes of ADHD, autism spectrum disorder, OCD, um, complex PTSD, uh, and, and other neurological conditions. So yeah, they all form part of the, the neurodivergent um, spectrum. It's best described as a Venn diagram, which, which overlaps and then connects. And the main thing to understand is that each individual um, will have separate and distinct diagnoses and, and, and will be affected by that condition in different ways. So it's not like, for example, having a broken leg, which is singularly diagnosed and singularly treated. It's a far more holistic approach. Yeah, I think, I think that Venn diagram analogy is great. I've never really thought about it like that, but that's actually how I might explain it to people in the future. And uh, I think you'd agree with me when I say that kind of, you know, the, the concept of neurodivergence is much better than what we had before, where, you know, you are either this or that, because it allows people to kind of take a more individual approach to what their needs are, as opposed to a neurotypical person. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I think that I think that was a good explanation. Thank you. Um, can you tell us a bit about your own neurodivergence, as much as you're willing to share, of course? Um, you know, did you know from when you were young or kind of is it something you realize as you got older? Are you self-diagnosed or, or did, you, did someone else, you know, kind of diagnose you? Um, just tell us a bit about yourself. and Yeah, sure. That. So um, I realized at a very young age, um, and I'm talking around five or six years old, that, um, that, that I, I was different, for want of a better term. Um, but what I'll do is I'll ask you to just, you know, cast your mind back. This was the 1980s, um, you know. The plastic in our toys was wildly toxic. We didn't have seatbelts in the back for, you know, parents smoked in cars and so on and so forth. And the term neurodivergent just wasn't even considered at the time. Indeed, the the the, the diagnosis that I eventually received, which was ADHD, um, wasn't a considered um, a, a medical term back then. So I was just threat as though I was naughty effectively um, and I went through and I finally received a diagnosis um, as a child at, at the age of 14 
um, where it was diagnosed as ADHD. Uh, initially, I was treated at the time with uh, with Ritalin, uh, as it was um, standard practice at the time. And then when I left school, uh, which I did at uh, at 16 and went to join the army, I was told that um, service within the army and, and taking Ritalin were not compatible. So I would have to make the choice of one or the other. So I chose the career and uh, came off Ritalin and basically hid my neurodivergence ever since. And I hid my neurodivergence all the way through my formative years, all the way through young adulthood. Um, and it wasn't until I started with CGI that I started to be actually open about the fact that, that I was neurodivergent. Um, I was very much in a position where um, the, 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 the whole bring yourself to work or bring your whole self to work ethos really sort of rung true with me. Um, so what I started to do is was identify as neurodivergent. I got in touch with the neurodivergent um, support committee as it was uh, at the time, which then became the neurodiverse. Uh, and what we realized is that actually uh, it's okay to be neurodivergent and more than anything else, differences are celebrated, especially within CGI, uh, which gave me the courage to start to speak openly about it in other aspects of my life as well. So um, I, I now openly uh, identify as neurodivergent and thought uh, it would probably be a good idea to get an adult diagnosis because things change as things go, go on over time. Uh, I received my adult diagnosis at the beginning of last year. Um, surely enough, ADHD massively featuring, but also comorbidities of, of um, autism, uh, comorbidities of, of OCD and complex PTSD. So in my case, um, very much around the, the, the ADHD element, that was my primary uh, condition and, and, and that which I chose to treat, uh, I thought I'd take the, 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 the medicinal option. So went down the medication route. Um, what I've found is the ADHD is treated and now perfectly well managed. And because of that, the autism traits are massively coming through. That's a really interesting story. Um, and I, I actually learned a lot from what you just told me. Because um, I didn't actually, I don't actually know that much about neurodivergence prior to kind of going into this project. Um, I guess I was still a little bit stuck with the kind of worldview that even I, I, I'm only 23, right? But even when I was growing up, it was, you know, it was autism or, or it was ADHD or it was complex PTSD. There was no kind of, it wasn't, it wasn't brought together like it is now. And I think it sounds like the kind of modern approach we have to it is so much more beneficial to the individual, but not only to that, to the people around them, because it's so much easier to kind of explain why, you know, one person who, who has symptoms of ADHD might have completely different kind of traits to another person. Um, that's what I kind of gather from that. So I think you kind of pretty much answered my next question as well, which is about how neurodivergence affected your work and your career. Um, uh, you know, with the thing with the written and, and, and um, was it the army you said, sorry? Yeah, I joined the army at 16. So it was, you know, uh, late nineties as it was at the time. <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, um, in terms of how it affected my work massively is, is, is the honest thing. And it, it was, it was, something that I always felt that I had to hide. So because I had to hide it, I had to mask and masking takes a significant amount of effort. And, and just for your listeners, masking is where you effectively cosplay as a neurotypical person in your day-to-day -day life um, okay. and be neurodivergent behind closed doors. Um, it's absolutely exhausting, uh, which means that there isn't an awful lot of time um, or, or effort left over to actually do the job that you're employed to do. So the ability to be completely open and honest and, and, and be that bring your whole self to work element that CGI really brings out has actually freed up an awful lot more effort and time in my mind to go on and do what I do. 
And I presume that this kind of, you know, now that you're open about it, and I mean, you're here now speaking on a podcast about it, I mean, you can't get more open than that, um, <laughs> that this has kind of had a, had a positive effect, presumably, in, in kind of the rest of your life as well. And um, it, it, am I right in thinking that this kind of, you know, has helped with stuff like, you don't feel like you have to mask it anymore, so you kind of feel a bit more true to yourself? Yeah. Um, so basically, just allowing myself to be myself is is... is the you know the, the the headline of it all so yeah um cj was massively the catalyst for that and then i just started to be more and more open about it my circle of friends uh, i've got a couple of uh, volunteer roles started to talk about it there and um, they were like yeah we, yeah we kind of worked that out um so yeah uh, from my perspective massively it, down that line uh, it, it really helped fantastic um so on that i guess a good link then is can you tell us a bit about neuroverse um maybe a bit if you know much broadly about the uk disability network just tell us kind of how cgi supports people who are neurodivergent sure what i'll do is i'll start top down we'll go um the disability support and then into uh the, the neuroverse so disability support is it's you know it's ubiquitous cross cgi it's all around being able to support the individual to be themselves at work effectively uh, and the neuroverse is the, the the element of that that supports our neurodivergent colleagues now the the, the important thing is um it's peer-led effectively so it's all personal um and it's all from your own personal experience so nobody on there is sort of a you know qualified psychiatrist uh, that i'm aware of anyway um who okay. would then go forward and, and and sort of give formal counseling or anything like that. there's different mechanisms for that this is a peer-to-peer -peer support group uh, whereby we um engage with each other learn about ourselves through our engagements with where with, with other neurodivergent individuals and you know those oh yeah moments where somebody's talking about something and then you're like oh that's me yeah i totally get that now um are incredibly valuable incredibly so do you have any advice to neurodivergent people who are kind of looking to get into stem or maybe cgi maybe elsewhere um what should what would be your top bit of advice for them in the kind of modern workplace don't be frightened to be yourself. Um, it, it's, you know, the, the, there's enormous value in, in both um, self-diagnosis and formal diagnosis, and you take the route which is better suited to you. Uh, within CGI, a self-diagnosis is as valid as a, a medical diagnosis, and the only thing that self-diagnosis doesn't give option to is, is that sort of medical element, or, or, or rather the, the option to medicate. Um, so with confidence, step forward, be yourself, explore that option of am i neurodivergent am i not neurodivergent um and 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 don't have any fear of it because realistically the easier the, the more you ex accept yourself in terms of your traits the easier life actually becomes it's fantastic advice uh thank you for that uh is there anything else on the topic of neurodivergence neurodiverse or just anything you want you want to add for, for people who are listening so um, I'll go back to something that I saw on social media a few months ago, and I've, I've reposted it a couple of times within the new reverse. But but certainly, you know, it, it, it's around the diagnosis, around the labelling, and and you know, I had an individual come to us and say, why did you go for an adult diagnosis when you already had a childhood diagnosis? Why did you need that label? And you know, to them, I said, well, because there's huge comfort and understanding that what you are is a typical zebra and not a strange horse. So. Um, from my perspective, I think that to diagnose and identify and go forward and with that support is incredibly valuable.
That's a great analogy. I like that. Well, thanks so much for your time, Adam. I'm sure, well, I definitely learned a lot. Um, genuinely have learned a lot. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, this is going to be a great help to a lot of people, I think. Um, it's great to see you so confident in your neurodivergence now and, you know, doing so well in your career. I don't, I don't want to say despite because that's the wrong word because it's not, you know, a, a because Gosh. of. Yeah, it's because of. It's because it's because yeah. you know it and because you yourself and because, you, you know, you work with it and around it. That's why if you were still masking, then you would struggle. So I think that's brilliant. Yeah, thanks so much for your time. Um, thanks very much. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you.